0: You're listening to Retrospection Radio Theater with your ever-present host, Noah Martin. Welcome to The Study, a place where I read you the most enlightening tales you've never heard. Please, stay a while.
1: Oh, my creation. Where'd you go? Why are you gone? You had such a lovely night. We were going to practice reading, but you decided to go for a little stroll. How disappointing. I was so
0: looking forward to our time together. Virginia, I hear his voice. Me too. How should we approach?
2: Why are you asking me? I don't know. Didn't you just talk about learning tactics from your military buddies?
0: I get it. No need to insult me. I'm going to go confront him. You stay back. Stay out of sight. He can't know you're here. Why? Because it's better to seem like I came alone. You'll feel more at ease. Okay. Madison Mamer, I've come for you. <sighs> You think you caught me off guard?
1: You see, Royal, I've been expecting you. Ever since you quit the station, I've been watching your progress. You got stumped for a while there, so I pointed you toward the
0: cabin. Gave you Bella's phone. Is that so? Then why would you want to help me? Because your brain, your... your
1: mind, it's just so... juicy. You're so creative, so intelligent, so ready to get to the truth. I need it. Need my truth or my brain? Oh, don't joke with me, Royal. You're not funny. You see, that's the downside to being so smart. Your jokes just don't sit well.
0: Detective Harvey Wayne, I suppose you're the Madison Mamer.
1: Oh, you. You know, it took you quite a while, but you arrived at both the metaphorical and literal conclusions of your story. I, Detective Harvey Wayne of the MPD, am the Madison Mamer.
0: That was grand.
1: You like it? Yeah, I figured you were probably recording for your little podcast. I wanted to give you a good soundbite. Why did
0: you murder all those people? Jumping right to the conclusions? That's not like you, Royal. I want to hear you speak as little as possible. Oh, but don't you see... It's time for my monologue. Wayne, you're not some supervillain. You're a psycho. Simple as that. I'm not giving an evil villain monologue, no.
1: I'm the good guy in all of this.
0: (laughs) Of course you are.
1: Oh, please. You wouldn't even begin to understand. I always left you little clues. Bella's phone, Elise's pendant. Things that should never have been in the places that they were. I even made John tell you there's a cabin in the forest to try to see if you'd overcome a small obstacle. And you've broken through every barrier, solved every little mystery, and now you're standing right in front of me, pretending that we were foes all along, when all you've ever done is played right into my hand.
0: I've done no such
1: thing. Oh, really? And when was the last time you solved a part of this mystery? Ah! I- Question you never solved anything. I've given it to you in the guise of clues but I was there every step of the way to see if you
0: could make it through the mental hurdles. You're like Moriarty to my homes. Isn't this supposed to be where you give your backstory? Explain to my audience why you're a bad guy.
1: I'm not the bad guy Royal. I'm the hero. I'm the scientist who will push the boundaries Further than any man could have expected. Is that so? And why will you do that? How? Well, perhaps you've heard of a person named Emmett Gray. A very wonderful, amazing man. Taught me everything I know.
2: Emmett isn't an amazing man, he's a pedophile and a shitbag.
1: Ho oh, ho! It seems as though we have another joint in our ranks tonight, eh, Royal?
0: I told you to stay in the shadows.
1: Hoping to assassinate me. <laughs> and who might you be, little girl?
2: Virginia Harrison, the woman who's going to kick your ass.
1: Oh, and here I thought you were going to be a confused little schoolgirl. Yet your mouth spits venom at me. Your name sounds like a heroine. Or maybe an evil villain. Perhaps both. I see murder in your eyes. Hatred and a little bit of fear. Tell me, what's your story? What are you looking to do here this evening?
2: I wanted to bring you down.
1: Hmm. Righteous, I see. You know you're different than Royal here. Interesting, I might like to talk to you a bit more. Perhaps your brain is a suitable replacement for his.
2: You won't be getting my brain.
1: Oh, I'm not really asking. By the end of the night, I'll be cutting deep into your skull, carefully extracting your brain and making sure not to cut any of the cords. And then I'll transfer it to my perfect human. I'll rearrange it, fix it. And then mankind will truly have evolved. Or I'll do it to royal. Or perhaps even both of you. I'll see which one makes the better human.
2: Why do you want mankind to evolve?
1: Wouldn't you? I mean, look at yourself. You're broken, disheveled. In 20 years, your fertility will be gone. In 60 years, you'll be dead and buried as if your life never happened. But with my creation, it's a perfect combination of male, female, intelligence, brawn. It will never age. Its brain will never go bad. Your creation? You mean the one that's dead in the woods? My what? did in the woods. Virginia shot it. You bitch. You've no idea what you've done. You've put progress back a full year.
2: It looked like a bunch of rotting skin and flesh. I put it down like a dog.
1: It is not rotting. I'm sure the coloration has changed because of the lack of blood, but the creation is perfect. It won't continue to grow, but it won't fall apart either.
2: Sounds like you've got this all thought through.
1: Yes, I did until you stepped in and ruined it. Well, looks like we'll have to start all over. Good thing I have the perfect specimen right here in front of me. Your body is slim. Well crafted. Yeah, I'd like to make it better.
2: I will put a bullet in your head before you can even take two steps towards me.
1: Mm Mm-hmm, I'm sure you will. Now, where was I before Brainless here stepped in?
0: Emmett Gray.
1: Ah, right, right. The brilliant man he was taught me everything I know. Say, Virginia, do you know who we're speaking about or do I need to explain that too?
2: I know who he is.
1: Ah, more venom. Another victim. Wonderful.
2: Wonderful? I've dealt with PTSD since I was six.
1: He was perfecting you. Those who broke were least likely to be found again. He created an almost perfect human. And then he came for me. But I was so enthralled, so enamored, that I convinced him to teach me his ways. We became partners. And we systematically hunted and took down people who were deeply connected to him
0: and broken. And then we brought him back. Why did Bella Fields say dad at the end of her audio log? Oh,
1: that thing. Well, it was a red herring. Something to help you get started, but enough to throw you off track until I was ready. You see, if you poke and prod and round enough in the brain, you can get someone to say anything you want them to. And then you just turn on a recorder and hide it for a noisy, morality-torn journalist to find. The rest is history.
2: But why would you saw off Bella's arm and leg and then drop her body off at the streets of her neighborhood? Why wouldn't you just... Hide her! It doesn't seem like anyone was getting close to solving Grey's past murders, let alone your first.
1: Oh. Well, perhaps your mind is simple indeed. There's no conflict. There's no thrill of the chase. If there's nobody coming after you, then what's the point of doing it? I thought you were doing it for science. Yes, I am. But I need a few yanks on my chain here and there. If you catch my drift.
2: I can't help but notice Gray isn't with you.
1: That's right, he's not. I got tired of his company. He made one failed creation after another, but not me. When I finally got it right, I kicked him to the curb, locked him in prison, and left him. He was getting sentimental, remorseful. He lost sight of the project,
0: so I lost sight of him, so to speak. And now what? You created your perfect human. But even a perfect human can't withstand a bullet. Do you feel proud? I do feel quite accomplished, yes.
1: But I've got to start all over now, thanks to your antics. Oh, I had such a wonderful body to start with last time. So silky, so smooth. God dropped another one, just like that, on my doorstep. Of course, I'll be sad that the previous project is dead and gone, but I could start on a new one. <laughs> Not
2: if I have anything to say about it.
1: You... You shot me.
2: You talk so much about creating the perfect human. Someone who's strong, intelligent, and capable. But you? You're only human.
1: (laughs) Oh, it seems I was outplayed. (laughs) By the stupid one, no less.
0: (laughs) Nice aim, Virginia.
1: (laughs) I'm shocked. I'm surprised. I'm bamboozled. (laughs) This is is how I die.
0: Ruthless.
2: He would have bled out. But he would have kept talking, too. I'm not dealing with that.
0: I'm proud of you, Virginia. Whether or not you want that pride... I know I've been ignoring you for most of this case, but... You are a strong and capable woman.
2: I just wanted an A on my journalism assignment.
0: Don't downplay yourself. You've done a good job. You solved the case. And ended it.
2: Am I a murderer now?
0: No, you're not. You've just saved countless more lives, including your own.
2: Royal? My leg. Royal! The cave is starting to collapse.
0: Ah, He he must have had a dead man switch or something.
2: Don't look, Royal. Your leg is fine. It's just going to hurt for a while. Take my bag and go. Royal, you're fine. Take my hand. I'm not leaving you behind.
0: That's right. You're not. You're getting the evidence out. Then you're coming back for me. I'm going to follow you as fast as I can. I... Go!
2: Royal, I'm out!
0: Good. Now keep running. I'm right behind you.